Patrick Swenson tells us about one of his secrets for bringing fun, relaxation, and productivity to writers. Rainforest Writers Village. Yeah, I mean, if you call working on it, I mean, it's, it's gone on about eleven years. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this is—it's called the Rainforest Writers Village, um, and there's information out there at uh, rainforestwriters.com. Um, it started off, um, like I said, eleven years ago with the one session uh, where I, um, thirty about thirty thirty some writers, came out to Lake Quinault, and uh, I talked to the resort owners there, and I used to work with them. And they said, sure, we'd love to do this. This is good. Let's do it during February and March in our, in our off-season. Mm. When any typical week around that time, they're, they're not very full. Mm. I, you know, the, if they have five or six of their rooms or their cabins, fill, you know, and they call that good. But uh, we just completely filled them up. Mm. And all these writers who were there and also spending money in their lounge and their restaurant. Um, Perfect. And I wasn't, you know, the first year I had no idea what was going to happen. And it was just, it was amazing. going into the lounge where in the morning, late morning, because I'm not a morning person, and I had no idea, I just had this vision that writers would be in their in their rooms writing and they come out for some of the group activities. Yeah. And, and I came into the lounge for the first time that first full morning, because we registered in the evening and such. I hear all these writers sitting in the lounge, which was not open to the public until like four o'clock. Mm. It rained that entire whole time. What do you know? The rainforest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we, um, it started to flood up in the lake and such too. But they had these big picture windows, and they every every table and chair in the lounge was full. And writers had their laptops, and and, and they're and it's super silent. Wow. It's like, wow, they're in here writing, you know. And it, like, you could hear the the things, and you had some people with headphones, and some were like looking out at the lake. And that moment, it was just like one of those. Oh, wow. And I literally got I I got weepy. I was just kind of just standing there on the end. The lounge going, holy moly! Uh, um, and so, I kept, so I kept doing that, um, and people love this. It's not that expensive, um, and you're on your own for the, for the rooms, you know, inexpensive considering, uh, the resort, and it's a jam full during the summers. And it commands a lot more money, and even the cabins are somewhat affordable. But um, so yeah, let's do it again. I, we kept doing it. I kept doing it, um, and then people started going like, I, I can. I go on there it's already full you should do another session right so as a teacher as a, I said okay because I have a midwinter break and uh, you know this was fine so it's like okay second session so how many alright well I can save my two personal leave days you know for Thursday and Friday I teach Wednesday and then I run out there for the start of the next thing so okay let's add another one and then it wasn't you know three four years later that people were going like man it's selling out so fast you should have had a third session. It's like, all right. Sounds very sick for a couple of days, Thursday and Friday. Uh, nice. Um, don't tell my boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, everyone now, everyone keep a secret here. on the public, isn't it? They're <laughs> cracking down on this guy. Listen, all I got to do is go, you know, look at my attendance record at the district level. They'll see a pattern. But, um, so I went to three sessions. And they actually are not because they're like, when are you going to do the fourth? And I was like, Get when I retire, you know, give me another six years. Uh, unless, you know, something else goes great as far as money wise, and I, you know, retire early. But I also have a kid in high school who's, you know, going to be going to college soon. So, um, 
But yeah, and now I open up that registration. You know, uh-huh. uh, it's typically um, in April, March, as as I have time, and it's like I open up the registration and it's. Okay. It's so all, April, March registration. Yeah, right, yeah. T- typically April because that's my spring break and I have the, the time to deal with the craziness. Uh-huh. And all three sessions, that's about 105-ish riders, and they're all sold out in like two hours. Wow. People are waiting there, hitting refresh, hitting refresh. I'm yeah. like, when's the registration module going to go up? It's a minute past the 6 oh o'clock. Where's Swenson? Oh, my <laughs> and, goodness. And then I get all these emails coming in from the system, right? So I have, plus we have a Yahoo group for, for alumni. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I'm getting all those emails. Hey, I'm in first session. Hey, I'm, who's going to be in second session? I'm getting all those. Plus I'm getting all the emails from the PayPal or the, the credit card things. Plus I'm getting emails directly from people going like, I meant to sign up for session two, or I might have signed up twice by mistake, and mm. uh, we're going to room with together, and it's like, uh, I'll get back to you. Complications, right? Know, then I go to the Yahoo list, and I go, I have about 300 emails coming in right now in the last 10 minutes. I'm wow. going to get to them as I get to them, wow. you know, and I'm moving over the paper, you know, once to a different folder. It's, it's insanity for a day wow. um, in the evening. It's about three-hour craziness after I open it up, uh, but it's usually full, uh, and then there's a wait list that grows, huh. right? I mean, by December of last year, there were like 30-some people on the wait list. Uh-huh. Uh, but by February, yeah. um, I was done. I was through the wait list. Hmm. Because, as you would expect from somebody registering almost a year in advance. Yeah. Wow. Life changes, right? So in December and January and early February, a lot of cancellations. Uh, a lot of cancellations are uh, coming. Uh-huh. And so I go right to the wait list. So I always encourage people, if it, even if it's full, as soon as you can, get on the wait list. So you got that? almost guaranteed. If it's full, get on the wait list. Right. That's, that's high I can value. Almost guarantee you that I'll get through the list. I mean, if it gets beyond 30-ish, you never know. Uh, some there's some years not quite, but um, but I also then anybody who's left on the wait list, I'll give them the actual specific date and time the registration open for the next year, um, like the Yahoo list does. Wow. And uh, so yeah. we should be keeping this secret. It sounds like it's too busy right now. We should not be talking about this for the podcast because I know. Uh, but it's going to make your. I'm invite. figuring on the for the future because you know part of the reason I don't know for fourth session too is right now I don't think it's sustainable um, considering the cancellations and the wait list, right? But once we get enough people, you know, vying for it, um, you know, and the and the resort is like, dude, you're coming another week. We're ready for it. We're ready for it for a session because wow. it's a boom for them, right? I mean. They're full. You're bringing in people, Almost, man. I mean, between Wednesday through Sunday, three weeks in a row, they're jam full. What are you doing out there that's making them so happy? I'm, it's a retreat. I'm giving them time in a gorgeous, beautiful setting. I don't know if you've ever been out to Cornell. I haven't. Um, in the rainforest. There's hiking trails nearby. Um, they have the largest spruce tree on their resort in the world. Um, and it's a nice venue. Um, and th- people just need to, uh, to time to write where they don't have to. Um, I think if they go to rainforestwriters.com, there's a kind of a mission statement of why we do what we do. Um, to, to come in and write and be with like-minded people with mm-hmm. the same kind of creative energy and feed off that. Word count board that um, you know, where people put their word counts on. Oh, it's wow. kind of fun. The top okay. couple of people get first choice of the prize table. There's a prize table on the last day. Donated items from writers who attend. Wow. I do have writers who are who have novel careers who have lots of things who are willing to, to talk for an hour on something. I don't program a lot of stuff because the main wow. thing is they're there to write. Okay. But, um, yeah, like one hour talk in the, uh, 11 o'clock in 
the morning and one at three o'clock in the afternoon, and that's it. I got a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, only one on Saturday, so that I don't take all their writing time. And right. they just they just love it and they love the community. And I've been very blessed and very lucky to have amazing writers come there. I've never had a, a major problem with a writer or writers that's like, you know, totally, can't get along or something. Yeah, can't get along or just bringing bad bad mojo. Mojo there. Yeah, it's just <laughs> bad jojo, mojo, juju, jojos. All that stuff. Um, yeah. uh, to to the to the to that. That feeling, you know, of, of that community there in Rainforest. That's why it's Rainforest Writers Village. Um, it takes, you know, writers. But the resort's called the Rainforest Resort Village, so I, I, I riffed off of that. And, uh, nice. But it's, what's really cool now is that you know, see, you're going to Rainforest. It's like, oh, I did Rainforest. It's like, oh, well, Rainforest is like a thing. But now when they talk about Rainforest, they're talking about this retreat. Next episode, we hear from Patrick about Fairwood Press.